Are you ready? A shot of wrestling, episode three hundred eleven, and away we go. And welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Michael J. Party. I am in a fantastic mood, even though my co-host is back, Mark Schwann. Marcus, welcome back. What is going on, my man? What do you mean, even though? You should be in a better mood, the fact that I'm back here. No, every time I'm like in a good mood, you always like bring me down with your negativity. We're not about negativity today. Negativity. What negativity? Aspire so, to inspire, brother. To outbalance you, I brought in some big guns. Please welcome the OG co-host, my friend and yours, Green Man in studio. Burr. Big, big guns. Oh, yeah, baby. Flabby guns. Oh, shit. I'm back. <laughs> Guess who's back? It's well, about time I brought said... some sexy back to this show. Ew. Ew. Sexy? Mark, Wait, you bring, Mark, did you bring your wife? Let me tell you. Is that what's up? Listen, listen. Are you listening? Because I, I, I need the floor. I've been listening to you flap mm-hmm. your gums for way too long on this show. Episodes, going up against my boy. Listen. Way too long. Listen. Okay. I'm listening. You you make me really upset. You know how many accidents I almost got on this past week listening to the last few shows? Clearly not, clearly you, not enough. Flapping your here. gums. That's all you do. That's all you do. I'm going to make you trending. What are you doing right now? I'm going to make you trending. Oh, okay? please That's do. what I'm here to do. I'm here to put Let's you go. on the map. Okay? Wait, put Listen me on to the your map. elders. Okay. And, and, and okay. follow along, ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. We are recording the show. You have a Twitter. You always put me on the map. I'll put him on the Friday. Map right What's up? September twenty third. The show will post late Sunday evening, September twenty fifth. So the outcome of the Miami Dolphins Buffalo Bills game will be in the books. I don't care right now. I'm still riding high from the, the immaculate game that we had against the Ravens in Week Two. Two or six touchdowns, four hundred six done yards, leading the league in everything. I'm wearing his shirt today, the man shirt, to his new shirt. I am in a great mood. You two guys cannot bring me down today. I'm not here to bring you down. I'm here to bring you up. You're here to bring be- Marcus down. Because Mark hey. has not been doing his job showing his respect to this well, man who's true. been carrying the show on his back since day one. Cheers to that, buddy. Cheers my to that. Cheers to you. Cheers oh to you, Michael God. J. Buddy. I'm not going to let... I'm gonna, All right, I'm so two-on-one handicap match. Let's go. I was about to sing the praise <laughs> of the Dolphins, Tua. But you know what? Screw it. Let's go. Let's go right into this. I can't wait. Two on one. Bring it on. It's exactly the way I like it. I don't, we're talking about football here. What are you talking about? Two on one. I don't know. What, what is this? But what, I mean, I was watching. My friend gave me the red zone, and I was watching the game as it unfolded. I'm like, this 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 game's over. They come back against one of the AFC favorites to score 28 points within seven minutes. I am still riding high. Haters can hate. Cannot wait. You talk about hey, wrestling you, you, having moments. That was a moment. Oh, moment in the history and football that. Can never be forgotten. No one could take that away from the Dolphins. I feel bad for my neighbors that day. I feel bad for them now with Abel's loud mouth. But I was running around up and down. I was like pounding. Uh, but anyway, that's in the past because they probably lost you by now. Deserve it. 
Hey, buddy, yes. I know exactly how you're feeling, man. It was a great That's win right. for the Dolphins, but I felt the same exact way for my New York Jets who the hell when are, they came back. Who the hell recovered an onside kick? How, what are the odds of that happening? Especially in today's game. Yeah. That doesn't happen at all. I was like, there's no way in an L. They did it. I was like, do we have a chance? No, it's the Jets. We have Joe Flacco. Come on now. Let's be real. <laughs> and they fucking did it, man. 31-30. One of my good friends actually took the Jets. In Stop a lying. You ain't the got Jets, good friends. The wow. Jets. Yeah, it's not you. Uh, the Jets <laughs> were uh, underdogs, plus six underdogs, right? He took the Jets. I'm like, dude, you're out of your goddamn mind. Dude, you're just throwing money away. Clearly, he knew something I didn't. Good for him. Good for the Jets. Good for the Dolphins. Great week of football. Great week of football. Can't wait for this game. I wish it was flexed in the prime time, but we'll see what happens. Um, but anyway. No, no interest in the primetime games, man. None. Uh, uh, I could this week. Less. None. Yeah. Green Man, it's been a while since you've been here. How's, how's your summer? How's everything going? If you could be cordial and respectful for a little couple minutes. I'm going to try. Okay. I'm going to tell you, life is great. Okay. Living in Long Island is amazing. That's right. Um, yeah. uh, beautiful, is, yeah. beautiful wife, hot wife, great, smart. The, my son is so intelligent, by the way. How intelligent is he? He's more intelligent Smarter than Mark Sean, and he's that's oh. speaking volumes. Wow. I, I mean, Mark, that, that was a compliment for you, you know? See why are you why are you coming in so hot? I don't know what's going what, on. Which like, I don't know what's going on. Here. Person. Are you mad because like you were supposed to replace me the whole show? You only come, came on one episode over the summer, and then you were never seen again. And here I am, we have my spot back. You were the one that was trying to take my spot permanently, and you just couldn't do it. So here I am. Let's go. You know what? Do it up. Like like Michael J. Putty said earlier, you can't bring us down from this high, baby. You can't bring us down. Things are great right now. The fact that you guys are talking about football. You won't bring me down. I love it. You harmonious tones. Thank I you, love sir. it. Appreciate so it. good. I'm so a little, good. I'm a little rusty. No, never, yes, never. Appreciate. You're beautiful. Let, let me tell you, the fact that you guys are talking about football Everyone and needs the, a friend like Abel. the exciting <laughs> football season getting started, but yet there's so much in wrestling going on. Is I think this is unprecedented. There's so much craziness going on, on in wrestling. It's, it's, I can't it's wait. on what craziness on on what unprecedented. Close enough. Anyway, before before we lose Green Man anymore, was that your baby crying, or did I make you oh, shed shit. a tear? Oh, shut your fucking mouth! Let's do this, Marcus. What was trending this week? His mom. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Is this going to happen? Yeah, baby. Whole whole episode. Yeah. All this baby. unprofessionalism. Unprofessionalism. Buddy, it's a it's shot of wrestling. Show. It's your show. Get control over this man. He's in um, control. Can you tell me what was trending this week? Right. So, WrestleOps, at WrestleOps, tweets about this, because War Games has been all over the place, guys. Everyone's hyped up about it. There will be two War Games matches highlighting the Survivor Series card this year. The Ringer, in an interview with Triple H, reported one for the men's and one for the women's. Triple H also says it will be more storyline-driven rather than the normal Raw versus SmackDown we've had. LFG, if you know what that means, let's fucking go. Guys, I have to ask about this. War games coming up. Obviously, hot topic here in wrestling. What matches will you expect to see at War Games and Survivor Series? Four men against four from Raw against four men against SmackDown. Yes, yes. I think good answer. Same, wow. Same, same good answer. Same good, good answer. Um, that but, has to be on the board. Yeah, so number one answer. <laughs> what that's what usually War Games is. Obviously, those of you who don't know, but the fact that he said it's going to be storyline based makes it more intriguing to me. They did a good job with the NXT the last couple of years, making it storyline-based. Um, so I'm curious to see how the teams form, who's going to be the captain. 
the storylines going into Survivor Series that, that gives us a more interesting anticipation of what's going to happen. Not just going to be a regular War Games match. There's now a storyline built into it. Makes it even more better. Mark, as someone who likes the social media verse out there, uh, do you question? Do you ask yourself the question of why is War Games trending? Why is this so important to the main roster right now? How about that for a question? No, I mean that's a great question, Abel. I mean, why is this so important? Because you know what it is. Everyone is very happy about all the changes that Triple H is making, right? Triple H is obviously trying to shape up WWE to be more for the fans. As you would say, buddy, uh, for the fans, by the fans. Damn right. And Triple H is obviously a Don't fan. let them take that, by the way. <laughs> Michael J. Putty, <laughs> taking a lot he of created things. it, copyright it. Before you finish, Corey Graves tonight on SmackDown said, get involved in the conversation. I've been saying that for the last six it. years. Mark, Marcus, the floor is yours. Someone listens to the show. So tr- Triple H obviously is a fan of this business. He obviously, he has his ear on the ground and listening to the fans. We've seen the changes since he's taken over and War Games being one of them. And the fact that Survivor Series for the last few years, people have not been into the whole Raw versus SmackDown angles, the champion versus champion. Some might dig it, but the majority, not really so much. We're all about storylines, man. That's what we like. And we're starting to see that in the the the. We've seen it in the main event card, but we haven't really seen it so much in the mid-tier card until Triple H started taking over. Now we're starting to see it, and it's going to be cool to see a Survivor Series that taking effect. And then War Games on top of that, I mean, dude, this has the makings of probably being the best Survivor Series ever. Hands down. Ever? I mean, I like the uh, traditional Survivor Series. I'm a traditionalist. And I did not mind Raw or SmackDown, Championship, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But this is, seems intriguing. Again, they've done a great job with it on NXT. I'm curious how they played over in the main roster. Let's go. As Mark Schwann used to say, let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking <laughs> go indeed. Now, as far as the matches that we're going to see, I mean, you know, you would have to think damage control is going to be part of it somehow, some way. But, you know, there's only three of them right only now. Does them, that yeah. mean they're possibly add a fourth member in there? I have my eye on Shotzi. They've, they've mm. been... um. They've been kind of alluding, like, hey, Shotzi on who, whose side right now? Oh, okay, she's on Raquel's side. Like, you know, Shotzi's always been a wild card. You know, she's been part of that NXT group before. Could be interesting to see if she does, like, a swerve and winds up joining Damage Control. It'll be very intriguing to see. Or will they go with someone else? Uh, could it be Damage Control versus, oh, Sasha and Naomi? Are they coming back? Will they bring on the sure. crew? Maybe. Who knows? The women's side. Men's side, completely up in there. I mean, you have to think the bloodline's going to be involved, right? I mean, that makes sense here. Does I'm, Kevin Owens get a group? Does I'm, he get him and Gargano? Sami Zayn goes to Kevin Owens' side and someone else. I'm curious to see if they, I, are, so, are they still doing the champion versus champion. If they're doing champions versus champions, that takes a lot of people out of the equation. It doesn't sound like it because they say it's going to be more storyline-based. Mm. Mm. The, you know? the whole show or just the War Games matches? I would, I would believe the whole show. Okay, you know as much as people like um, dog down like WCW and the old school WCW way war games. Yeah, the WCW idea. You know, it, it came to fruition even more through NXT. AEW has taken that concept as well into the war games, and now blood and guts. Yeah, and now we have finally the roster, the main roster, the bread and butter of professional wrestling. This finally is coming. That's I think that's one of the reasons that it's trending so much because it's finally here. And we've never say, seen it before in a main roster in WWE. Right. 
at all. And it, it's crazy to think about that. Like, you know, Survivor Series has been a concept for a long time. And, you know, I, I know it's like more recent that WWE took over WCW, but still we're talking about 20 years plus that they've had like WWE, uh, WCW like uh, licenses under their belt. Yeah, That's a long time to not utilize that in the main roster. I, I think it was a bad move in WWE's part for not utilizing because it it's a huge match. It goes. It, I mean, it, go, it, it goes, makes sense to do Survivor Series. It goes back to uh, some people thinking just because Vince McMahon didn't come up with the idea, then maybe it just doesn't need to be in the main roster. But you know, Triple H is a different era. It's something different. Do you think it's like low hanging fruit now, though? Like Triple H knows it's successful. AEW has used it, so it's like, of course, we gotta bring War Games to the main roster, and what better place? Than Survivor Series. Well, I don't really think they care about low-hanging fruit right now. It, hey, fruit hey, hey. fruit. First, and, first, and people want to eat. I love low-hanging fruit. I'm a very lazy motherfucker, and if if the fruit language, and, language. and the apple looks so good down low, why do I gotta climb the tree? Does this hurt NXT? This, no. this is a staple. NXT. This is NXT's thing. Survivor Series rolling around. Survivor Series weekend. You have NXT's War Games. Great point. But NXT is clearly a developmental brand, though. They, they've made that loud and clear. And I don't think it hurts NXT. Well, I mean, not for nothing, man. No, NXT it, can't it do it. NXT how, can't do it. It depends how it goes, too. I mean, like, NXT could do plenty of other matches as well. Yeah, they could do, a, they could do a, you know, a dog and collar match. They can do a dog, dog, dog collar match. They could do whatever else, strap match. They but could also, do, they could do so, so many countless matches you can do. Just because one promotion is doing it or main roster doing it doesn't necessarily mean NXT can't do it. Mark, Will they ever do it better? Maybe not. I don't know. But that's to be seen. Mark, but also bringing war games to the main roster. This is now going to make it so commercialized in a way that it now doesn't become so gimmicky or a niche for NXT to do. Now it's like you said, it's like a dog collar match. Like anyone could do a dog collar match, right? And it's now war games. Anybody could do war games. It'd be different if, for example, Elimination Chamber. That's very gimmicked to WWE main roster, creation of Triple H. I don't think AW could just be in... Wake up one morning and say, we're going to do blood and guts elimination chamber style. But, okay, I mean, I'm glad you bring that up, Evil, about blood and guts. I mean, NXT and War Games not exclusive to each other. The, the name War Games, yeah, but the match itself, AEW's taking that over. The AEW's doing it as well. You know, so they're like not one particular match or style is, you know, exclusive to a promotion. It, 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 it's 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 open to all, and if you can make it your own, you you can do your thing with it. I mean, think about the concept of war games itself, like how many different things you could do in the ring with different competitors. It, it's going to be fresh no matter what. So who do you, land, who do you want in these war games? Who do I mean, you I, want? I, I, I said I I would love to see damage control in there because uh, they're one of the hottest things going right now. I mean, if they somehow some way could fit like damage control versus toxic attraction, that would be oh sick. God. But uh, I think that's I think now. Uh, I guess it depends what happens with Mandy Rose, right? In in her in the women's championship over there, does she drop it and then they get called up? We'll see. But I would say the two factions, it has to be factions, in my opinion, if they're making storyline based, uh, that come to mind are Damage Control and the Bloodline. Those are the two names that immediately come to mind that should be in those matches. But moving on, at Russell Pierce, quote. I am not expecting CM Punk to wrestle in the AEW again. I'm not buyout of his contract. 
a quote by Wade Keller via PW Torch. CM Punk out right now. Uh, my question is, will we ever see CM Punk in a wrestling ring ever again? Mr. Greenman, you are the CM Punk fan here, Stop. so uh, I see the floor. I've been curious. I, I've oh actually been curious to hear about Abel Spinian. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you really want to listen to this? I, I do, because I'm a CM Punk <sighs> fan myself, so I'm curious to hear what you have to say. To all the CM Punk fans like myself, it is very alarming to be so about this guy when he left WWE, and he was given an opportunity to make something great for himself and really do something amazing for the fans who wanted to see him back. But he is totally tarnishing his reputation. He's totally tarnishing his name. It is, I am no longer a CM Punk fan. I do not want to see him on my TV. I don't think he's brought anything, but for what, two weeks of clout to AEW. I think he, he's a pussy, bro. That's it. CM Punk is pussy. Oh. Make some shirts. Print. Based on for what? That scrum? No. No. Oh, no. I hated CM Punk. You hated I hated him way before when? that. Because you've been a huge CM I Punk know. in the show. I know. Um, I would say probably when he got the title. When he got the title. There was no reason to put the title on Punk. Uh, Punk, I mean, I, I liked. Uh, I, don't, I, I can't even get my thoughts together. He makes me so upset. I, I think that the company put too much money on this guy because the fans wanted to see him. And this is the problem. When a lot of people leave the industry and they leave it for a while, they either come back and make a name for themselves again or they do what CM Punk is doing. He's killing the business. But killing how, though? Because it takes two to tango. It doesn't sound like it's just CM Punk. It sounds like there's problems backstage. CM Punk is uh, a with- veteran, veteran, bro. CM Punk. So Kenny, Omega, Kenny Omega isn't? She, he, Kenny Omega's not a veteran? The Young Bucks He should have veterans? been above what everything is doing. He should be the one backstage trying to bring harmony to the group, trying to get everybody together, trying to be that leader that that we're company or any company needed. We're but all no, human he's able. a punk. We, we, can only take so, we can only take so much. And yes, punk is in this name. But it, we can only take so much. We don't necessarily know exactly the nitty-gritty and all the fine details of what actually is going on backstage. We only know what we know from the dirt sheets and the reports and what other wrestlers are saying. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah, seeing punk is a problem. But it also sounds like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are a problem. I, I'm not saying one side is right, but I think they are all wrong. Here. But it, but isn't uh, like, but, like the, when it comes down to it, isn't like the Young Bucks essentially his boss? Aren't they EVPs? But are you could be mad, but you could say your boss is not doing the right thing by you, and then you have the choice whether you will stay with that company or not. Yeah, Am I right? so he was unprofessional about it. You don't go to your director and say, "Oh, you suck, bro." But um, can you put the camera back on me though, please? No. Fuck that. You don't see that. You don't act the so, way he's acting. He's being insubordinate. I think a person can only take so much. I, I think so that's quit. the thing. A person can only take so Stop politics to like be he champion. Is. Hey, hey, not for nothing. I mean, there are people who are quietly quitting in this business nowadays and in every form of companies and out there. Uh, it seems like CM Punk is going the opposite way and loudly quitting in AEW. I personally, I think this is it for him. I, I I don't think he's I don't think he's Farewell. ever going back to wrestling again. He's, it seems like he's done with the politics, done with the bullshit. It seems like you know he's very happy at first when we went to AEW because you know the, of the drama and the politics that was. You want to know why he was happy? Sounds like it's good. Can I finish my thoughts? Can I finish my thought? 
Go ahead. Finish your thought. Go ahead. <laughs> well, go ahead. The floor is yours. At first, go, at, first, go. At, first, at first, it sounded like, you know, it was a very happy place for him in AEW, but then all the politics started happening. It's a reminder of what happened to WWE. And not for nothing, hey, in the independent level, it happens there. The three of us know that. Yeah. So it, wrestling is, as an actor, someone in uh, in the business there, you know, yes, games can happen in that world. I've never seen anything this bad as far as wrestling. And I've seen some stuff firsthand. I can only imagine it gets worse as you go on to AEW, WWE, Impact, or whatever promotion. I think he's done. And he's made his money. He's made plenty of it. There's no need for him. If if he's unhappy, there's no need for him to come back to it. I think he was happy when he started with AEW because so many people were kissing his ass. Yeah, CM Punk comes back. He's the veteran. Everybody's like, hey, sir, thank you so much for the house. Hey, sir, could I learn anything from you? Hey, sir, this and that. Everybody was kissing his ass, but eventually they found out he was a punk. And bottom line, people just didn't want to put up with that shit. And people like the Young Bucks, like Kenny Omega, who have stock in this company, who built this company, should be out of anybody in that locker room, be able to go up to him and be like, shut the fuck up. Wait, no, like really, what, shut the okay, fuck up. Like you're Punk making us look bad. Did CM Punk not pave the way for the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega? Yeah, you you can't say he didn't. But this is my company. If it wasn't for if it, was, if it wasn't for CM Punk, there would be no AEW. There if, would be no there would be no Young Bucks. There would be no Kenny Omega. That's a fact. You know what? CM Punk has done a lot for wrestling, for independence, for Ring of Honor, for people like the outsiders of WWE to come on up and make a name for themselves to make their money. If Mike. The host of a shot of wrestling said, we're not going to talk about this. We won't talk about this. All right. But just the same way, the Bucks have full control over the company that they built, just like Kenny Omega. I don't think it's full control. I don't think it's full control. No, but they have a a say. And CM Punk is a talent. He has no right to go up to any of his EVPs to go and make uh, Tony Khan look like a fool. Next to him in that I, scrum. Well, that's okay? on Tony Khan. That's, that's on Tony Khan. Tony Khan made himself look like a fool by not interjecting. He made himself look like a weak leader right there. No, for nothing. Because I mean, the motherfucker's you, testing him. Why is someone who's in my team testing me? Okay, that's what needed to, to happen. Let's, I understand. Let's go to football. I understand. Let's, I understand that, that, yeah, maybe Tony Khan needed to step in and, and take control over the situation. But in, in reflection of what had happened, Tony Khan should have been like, you put me in a tough situation. Never again. Get the fuck out. That's it. He should, Tony Khan should have laid down the law. I agree with that. But, you know, to say that he's not an EVP, so he has no say, I, I don't think it's really fair. Because you look at football, the quarterback is the captain of that team. They're no, they don't necessarily have ownership of the so team. So you're saying CM Punk but, is but, the but, captain? Hold on, hold, hold on one second, though. He's, he's the champion at the point. Fuck yes. that. He is no captain. He's the champion at the point. So that does yes. not make you the Tom, Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady's not an owner of the Buccaneers, but hey, guess what? They ask his input all the time what players to come in, and they won a Super Bowl because of it. Aaron Rodgers wanted to hold out because he was disrespected from the Green Bay Packers. I have my own feelings about Aaron Rodgers, but he's a damn good quarterback. He's proven himself time again, won a Super Bowl, and they decide not to listen to his opinion about what receivers should be on his team. It's the same thing. If you're treating your world champion – you put a championship on a person, you treat him as a captain. And yes, he deserves a bit of respect there. Based you, on franchise. you earn, you earn. Now, that may, this may just be me because it's the type of leader I am, but you earn the right 
to call yourself a leader, to call yourself a captain, to get people to follow you to the depths of hell from what you do. Not because someone gave you a title, okay? Brett the Hitman Hart was a champion, and he was the leader in that locker room. Undertaker was a champion, and he was a leader in that locker room. Are you trying to tell me that Bob Brett, Backlund Brett was, was, Brett Hart was the leader in that back room? So Bret Hart, Bret Hart was a leader at that point when he like refused to do the job and they had to do a screw job. Like, what are you talking about, Abel? What are you I'm talking, talking about, about? You earn the right to be called the leader and be called like the captain. The title, it's the start of it. CM Punk just became champion, and in one scrum, he made everything that was so good about that event get completely lost, and everybody's talking about the bullshit that was coming out of his mouth. Oh, shit, this is my show. You guys sitting down? I hope not. I want to see CM Punk back in this ring. What? I, I'm not a CM Punk fan. I never cared for him. Never did. Never. I have no interest in CM Punk. That scrum was an abomination to this industry, to this business. Uh, Mark, you're right. Tony Khan should have done something. Made him look like a fucking bitch. Um, I saw a camera angle from the scrum of the side, and I see Tony's reac- Tony Khan's reaction. The, everything CM Punk is saying, he sat there silent. CM Punk is a huge name in this business. We knew CM Punk was going to go off because he, he warned us weeks ahead of time. What set him off was his personal vendetta against Colt Cabana. He felt the Young Bucks leaked information that leaked CM Punk was trying to get him fired or whatever. This is huge, but we're also grown fucking adults. CM Punk has nine months now to re- heal, recover. Tony Khan, the Young Bucks have nine months to reevaluate the situation many people are saying cm punk is going to get fired many people are saying cm punk is going to sue now aw for breach of contract let's not get too messy we're fucking adults let's sit in a room hash things out cm punk is a huge name in this business huge asset to aw he's putting eyes on that fucking company that mark said for the last two fucking years that aw is a startup company they need all the help they can get cm punk is a huge fucking asset to that company CM Punk should come back to AEW. He should come back to that ring. He'd do what he does best. He's the best in the world. Bullshit. According to some. Don't, don't do that. You're a CM Punk fan. He is fucking damn good in that ring. Did so you see the last matches? His I, matches were shit. Okay. Okay, fine. To it was you. shit. Let's, He's a shell let's, of let's hash things out. To be. This is not an ongoing vendetta against AEW. This is a personal thing about one incident. Let's hash things out. We're adults. Penalize both of them. They've, they, they've been suspended. Want to fine them? Fine them. But at the end of this nine months, CM Punk should definitely come back to AW. Next topic. All right, buddy. Well said. So all week long, White Rabbit has been trending. All week long. Because it, it's been being played at you know arenas from WWE, from empty audiences, audiences of five maybe before even like, the, the show fills up. And people are wondering what what what's going on here. It's trending all over social media. Is this about Bray Wyatt, Karen Cross? Could this be about him? Well, nine twenty three came up, and we all expected for SmackDown to be something about White, White Rabbit. Well, Wrestling World CC at Wrestling WCC new White Rabbit teaser has another potential tie in to Bray Wyatt. And here's a picture here. WWE accidentally posted the, w- the new SmackDown teaser for the White Rabbit earlier than intended. This teaser featured the White Rabbit playing a maze game, trying to dodge 
fire and open the door. The screen then goes to coordinate the, the link up to where the Raw will be next, uh, next week, where another teaser trailer will be revealed. Fans have connected this teaser to Bray Wyatt's Twitter bio that says, He who opens the door below. All right, guys. What do you guys think? Are we indeed seeing the return of Bray Wyatt to WWE? Is this happening? I guess. I read an article that the top five names who can be revealed as the quote-unquote white rabbit that are not Bray Wyatt. All five of them sucked. I don't even fucking remember who they were. Okay, is he coming back as like a new character? Then I also saw somebody posted a fan theory that the White Bunny is not Bray Wyatt, but Bray Wyatt coming back with the Firefly, the Firefly Funhouse characters in person. You have Dexter Loomis is going to be Mercy the Buzzard. You have Braun Strowman is going to be Husky, the the, the, the Huskus, the hat, the hat, the pig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scarlet's going to be the uh, Abigail chick, and Karrion Cross is going to be the the rabbit. I, I think that's yeah. stupid. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Especially with carrying across his current storyline. But everybody is all in on Bray Wyatt being the White Rabbit. NXT has done a good job with uh, these QR codes teasing returns and debuts. So uh, my, my guest here, Green Man, called me at 9.25 asking me what happened. I'm like, what do you mean what happened? What's going on? It's a commercial. <laughs> he goes, it's 9.23. Did something happen on 9.23 or 9.23? Yeah, we went to commercial. I'm like, yeah, it was the commercial. Carrying <laughs> Cross was choking out Drew McIntyre. So nothing happened. It was just the guys for the tune in. Now we get coordinates for Raw. Raw is going to happen. We're going to get some teaser for SmackDown. SmackDown's going to happen. We we'll get some teaser to Raw. It's going to go back and forth, back and forth. So seems to be Bray Wyatt. My question to you guys is: When does he come back? When when do these games stop? When do these coordinates stop? When does Bray Wyatt come back? He could take. That's assuming goal. that it is Bray Wyatt, right? Saying I mean, it like, is. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody else who could be that would deliver, brother. That double delivered anticipation, brother. Where the payoff? Let's take this all the way to WrestleMania. I know it's early. That's but like, way too long. Way too come long. on, way too long. Come on, keep dropping hints. If we didn't, if we were back in the day when there wasn't a pay per view every month, yeah. I would agree with that. But like, no, it can't be that. I, I think <laughs> a pay per view though. How about a pay per view? I, I think the furthest it could go is Survivor Series. That's the yeah. furthest it could go. Survivor Series uh, is right with, around the corner. 60, 60, I know, but I'm talking. But also, we're in 2022. Think about the, the attention rate nowadays of, of everyone. You think about that. It's very disrespectful to our fans and our listeners. Most they probably tuned out a long of, time ago. Most of them turned out. You're vibrating in your chat. So I think that one person was like, "Hi, mom. Love you. Thank you for listening." Listen, wrestling but, but fans. No, no, no. Right no, it is very disrespectful. Wrestling fans have been wanting long-term storytelling. I want long-term storytelling lines, and. They're giving us this, so enjoy it. I'm enjoying it. I actually want- I'm enjoying it, too. I, I think this is a great guerrilla marketing by WWE, whoever came up with this idea. Obviously, it's a big name because White Rabbit is not coming cheap for him to get uh, the rights to that song. Well, they haven't played um, it on air yet. They played it off air, so that, that they're paying nothing. Oh, they're so smart, too, though, because then they're That's getting all this true. hype. You know, for this you know song who, that you know, don't got credit for. You know who is paying for it? Nice. Oh, it's because Green Man just fucking played it. <laughs> What? I did, I did what? Yeah. You're fucking... Good I'm job, getting you people. the fucking bill. Uh, so my question to you, if it is not Bray Wyatt, who would meet the hype of it being? So 
Carrying Cross, wasn't this his song uh, when he was Killer Cross in, uh, I believe, Lucha Underground? Was it this no, not his song before? It wasn't the song, but he was the character. He was the White Rabbit. Mm. He was the White Rabbit, excuse me. During the much-missed Lucha Underground. I love Lucha Underground. Thank you for getting me involved in that. That was You're fucking welcome. fantastic. I love you, bro. Not only do so, give you good shit. So there's speculation that's, that's who it could be. As that, far as that would, turn, that would make sense if he hasn't debuted yet. Correct. Right. If he's coming back. Right. Who is this? Oh, could it be Karrion Cross coming back? But he's already there establishing a, a storyline. I don't think it's him. Who else could it be? Ray White. I, I know people are people are seeing the obvious Bad Bunny, but like it would it wouldn't. No, it's a different you you genre of music. It's not going to be Bad Bunny. You don't hype somebody to come back for one off. Right. You hype somebody to come back to make an impact. And the only person I can think of. I'm not a Bray White fan. I think it's way overhyped, but I think that wow. would deliver. So I don't think of another name who, because everyone thinks it's Bray White. So if this all comes back in like six weeks, come back, and it's somebody else, Big E coming back. What, what's, <laughs> what's, what's, what's Big that E? That won't make sense. Very true. No, won't make but, sense. So there's been plenty of times in professional wrestling where there, where the payoff, like the fans get so behind the oh. payoff. Oh, what? Who? Oh, who? I don't know any. It's very well guarded. Any chance this is um, what's his name's wife, uh, husband, uh, Alistair Black? Could it be Alistair Black? No, he left. No, I don't think so. He's coming back. No. Well, what I was going to say, I'm saying, I don't, I don't know, the, I don't know when he was. Eventually, he'll come back. Yeah, 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 but I don't think so. Would that be a disappointment if it was? I think they could play it no. off, but I okay. think the the way that it's building and that the fans are getting behind it. Um, and they want to see Bray Wyatt uh-huh. ever since Triple H took over. Like this was one of the na- this is the big name. Everybody was doing doing a comeback, right? Everybody yeah. and everybody was waiting for Bray Wyatt to come back, and they know Triple H is going to bring him back. So it would be disappointing, like Michael J. Putty said, if it was anybody else. And this is the moment where you got to do the the good fan service and say you guys wanted him, and we're going to give him to you. And we're going to give it to you in a very interesting way. So thank you, Triple H, in advance. Final thought? Alistair Black would be a great choice. Uh, I think he's creative enough to pull this off. But let's look at the facts. When was Bray Wyatt released? Almost two years ago, right? At this yeah. point? For two years, the man's been trending. He hasn't gone to any promotion. He hasn't done anything since. For two years, the man has been trending. I, I'm sorry to say, if it is Aleister Black or anyone else, you're setting them up to be a major disappointment. That's my point. If it's yeah. not Bray Wyatt. I, I, same. I, I don't think it's their doing. The product where they're doing it, but a lot of fan reaction. If it's anybody else but him, insert Price is Right music. <laughs> <laughs> and before I send Green Man $30,000, let's get into some TV takedown this week. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. Especially when I'm drunk. Marcus, what was training this week for television? All right. Well, you know, with Bray Wyatt, we're going to go right into Alexa Bliss. You know, you can't have one trending without the other. So on Twitter, talking about Alexa Bliss from Monday Night Raw, uh, Bailey to Alexa Bliss, you're like a shell of the old Alexa. Hashtag WWE Raw. And then oh, yeah. also Denise Hollywood Superstar Salcedo at underscore Denise Salcedo. The lights dimming down during Alexa Bliss versus Bailey either meant something 
or nothing. Dot, 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 LOL, hashtag WWE Raw. We all saw that match. We saw the lights dim down. Uh, not too sure if it was on purpose or not. But with that being said, a lot of people were talking about, you know, Alexa Bliss, did she lose her edge? Should she go back to being Twisted Bliss? What do you no. guys think? Green Let me tell you. Uh, Alexa Bliss with The Fiend, great gimmick. Great. However, I think uh, Bailey was talking about the old Alexa, the before the Fiend Alexa, the Alexa who had to fight and claw in NXT because she, was, she wasn't given the opportunity to be a four-horsewoman because she had to fight her way into the main roster, become women's champion, and become the best thing in the women's division. That Alexa Bliss, like you said, the goddess, the one that Corey Graves was creaming over before he was creaming over Carmella, is the Alexa Bliss that we're missing. I love that girl. I want that Alexa Bliss back. I miss the goddess. The goddess was great. Five-time women's champion. Five-time. 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 I never really got her shtick with The Fiend, but I understood it, if that makes any sense. White Rabbit. But The Fiend is gone. She went to therapy. She is now back. Why is she carrying the doll, by the way? I don't think... Because it's merchandise. Money, 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 money. Money, money? That shit was selling for some fucking reason. I don't think she should go back to Bray Wyatt, because it doesn't seem like Bray Wyatt's coming back as The Fiend. It seems like he's coming back as some sort of new iteration. First of all, I don't think that Bray Wyatt should come back as The Fiend. Come back, mm. whatever this white rabbit shtick is leading to. Alexa Bliss has been reformed. She's now in a prominent position on Raw. Let's get her back to the old Alexa Bliss. The goddess. Alexa Bliss is the twisted Alexa Bliss has won nothing. The goddess has won five time. Amazing. Five championships. I don't think they should pair him back up. I don't think, because that would think, that would make everybody think of the fiend. Agreed. Again, it doesn't seem like coming back is the fiend. You're so smart. That. We don't want to think of the fiend, think of the white rabbit shtick, whatever this is going to lead to. You should book this shit. Separate them. Marcus, your thoughts? Because you're a big uh, fan of both of them. So I understand what you're saying about the goddess. Goddess, obviously very successful, five-time woman champion, as you said. Well said. You only said it once. Uh, you, but only, here's you, the, you only said it once. Here's the thing, though. You also touched on something. He tries. He always Money. tries to compliment you and then take it away. Did you notice that? Every single show, he'll be like, you know, that's a, that's a good thing you just said. But Michael J. Putty, I just want. I just want. To... You also said something, Putty. That's also very important. Money, money. What makes a business go? Yeah, money. Yeah. And, and Lily Doll, Alexa Bliss, as Twisted Bliss, we went through the numbers. She was did, the yeah. highest merch pusher in WWE at that point of all time. That was uh, late was, April, May. Yeah, she was crushing it. So why wouldn't you bring that back? Especially since she enjoyed being that character. And honestly, we've, if you've been watching WWE lately, you know, there's just been a lot of Easter eggs going. There's nothing they've been doing that's been by accident. Yeah, I refuse to believe that the lights dimming down, to, especially the way it dimmed down was slow and then mm. slowed back up. That seemed to be done on purpose. Uh, and just because she goes back to that character doesn't necessarily mean she goes back to Bray Wyatt. If Bray Wyatt pops up, remember how they left off. She left bray wyatt she turned on bray wyatt there's no need to, for them to pair them back together they could feud against each other for all we know or it could be completely something else but whether alexa bliss goes back to the goddess or the twisted bliss she needs to go somewhere because right now she's floundering around i think she has a, she's between two characters they need to cement her as one and figure it out because alexa bliss she's too good to be doing what she's doing right now 
I think one of the great things about the Triple H era of the WWE is that there is going to be an investment in the women's division. It was something that was invested big in NXT. It's one of the reasons we got so many of the great players right now, not just in a women's division, but in all of professional wrestling because of the work that these people were doing in NXT and came over to the main roster. You know, we wouldn't have a Becky Lynch. We wouldn't have a Charlotte Flair. We wouldn't have, you know, the four horsewomen tearing it up if it wasn't for the guidance of Triple H and what they were doing in NXT. So I would love to see the goddess come back. And I kind of agree with you. Like, maybe maybe she should be with, with the Fiend. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Either way, she's going to kill it. Kill it. But I don't see the Fiend coming back. We're not getting any hints or of the Fiend unless... I mean, Triple H has said plenty of times about how genius Bray Wyatt is creatively. Creatively, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and if they were to let him do shit, like whatever, whatever really he wants with some sort of creative control, you know, it, it's going to be money. Bray Wyatt, they they let him pretty much. Uh, they went with his idea for the uh, was it was a match with John Cena was called the the Firefly Funhouse, and John Cena is giving plenty of credit to Bray Wyatt's creativity as well. Bray Wyatt is I believe the in Bray Wyatt since the very be- beginning. By the way, I just wanted that to be noted from the very beginning. Husky Harris was my boy, okay. And one day when Bray Wyatt hangs up his boots and says, "I am done with professional wrestling." He could own NXT and creatively run the shit out of that show. Do the same thing for the main roster or whatever company he decides to work for. Well, speaking of NXT, uh, I know we we, we uh, we're going over here, but we got to move on. NXT was I'm fucking trending. over. <laughs> Br wrestling at Br wrestling. Shawn Michaels tells Solo Sokoa he has to vacate the NXT North American Championship because he was not sanctioned to be in the match. Well, my question is, and along with everyone else, why have Sokoa win it in the first place? Guys, your thoughts. Is that a real question? Is that a real question? That's a real question. Why why okay. have him win it in the first place if I, he's just going to vacate it back next week? Clearly know the answer. But Marcus, let's see if Greenman does. Greenman, what, what do you think? Because he wanted to bring the goal to the bloodline, baby. And do what with it? Well, they want a ladder match in NXT. So it made no sense for Solo Sokoa to win this championship if he's going to relinquish it the next week props Shawn michaels for being on screen yeah i'll see my boy hbk like our boy very nice solo so made his debut on smackdown wearing the gold which led to the next day the press conference with people from all around the country all around the world embarking on this press conference for crown drool what a better picture can you paint than roman reigns surrounded by gold mm. press conference is done you're so smart Crown Jewel is now six weeks away. So the host. We don't need anything else. Crown yes. uh, Sokoa, thank yes. you for your time. Relinquish the belt. You're the, you're the best. You're so good. And we're done with you. Yes. Yes. I think we should. I think only- basically what I'm, what I'm saying in that long triad that it has said, it's a publicity a photo op. Photo op. Yeah. You get that, Hollywood, okay. right? Com- no, hey, listen, completely get it. And that, that immediately that's what came to mind as well. Which is a makes, photo op. It, that makes sense to you. Photo you, op. you know more about this than I do. Does that make sense? No, don't give him too much credit. The, the only, you're the smart only too. thing, thank you. The only Preach. thing I would say oh, no. is like, yes, buddy, you're right in the sense with the Logan Paul. I'm sorry, you conference. cut out. Can you say what that again? That? Just say it again. You're right as far as like, the, the what? Wait, I the my, press my conference coming out. Yeah. Also, you know, they they have great photo out there. They have plenty of merch to sell with that. Like, yeah. a Picture of all of them having a gold. It's a great moment. One, but two, three. But 
They need to have him. He does this all the time. He takes your compliments. Gold at Crown Jewel, then, because he's going to go to Crown Jewel with no championship. It's just Sol Sokoa. He needs to have some sort of gold, then. Sol Sokoa. Yes. When is Crown Jewel? When is this happening? Six weeks away in early November. Six weeks. Is that enough time for Sol Sokoa to win an Intercontinental Championship or a United States Championship? Is that enough time? I think if. Gunther lost it to him. That would hurt Gunther, especially after his banger in Clash of the Castle. I do not think Sosakoa needs a title to be relevant in the storyline of the Bloodline. So, what was the point of having the press conference with all the champions there if you're not going to have them all come out as champions? That's the thing. Logan Paul, whatever you want to say about the man, he brings eyes to the product. You know, in Saudi Arabia, the prince. He chose them for a reason because they want a big money match there. They want all eyes on this. So I think it will be a big deal. There would definitely be a bigger deal if Roman Reigns came out with his crew, the bloodline, if they all had belts. You know, again, maybe keep Sami Zayn without a championship because he's kind of like the gesture in the group uh, and also kind of like the wild card, I think. But, you know, the bloodline, the, the actual bloodline there, they need the gold, man. Well, we don't they, know. They, I think Solo needs some sort of gold going there. Give him the 24 sub championship for crying out loud. <laughs> Give him something oh, to hold. Can we eliminate that championship please? Well, I agree with yeah, you. No, I, I agree. I, I agree with, I agree with yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is we do not know the users could not make it to Clash of the Castle. We do not know if they can make it to Crown Jewel because of legal reasons. Actually, Sami Zayn is definitely not going to be there. We yes. know that. So again, this whole storyline does not need gold around Solus Koa's waist. I'm just saying, what's the point of him having it? You said photo op, and I agree. If he's going to show up there without the gold, I, I think it just counter. What gold is he wearing? What belt is that? Tune into NXT when it re-debuts in two weeks on USA Tuesdays, 8 o'clock. I just feel like there's no, some sort of underground no, thing it, here of that putting the eyes on that belt. What belt is that? You, you are right. You're right. It's just like I feel like it's a half-ass plan, though. I feel like they... Oh, they, I, don't they, I don't disagree with that. They're not fully... They're not fully capitalizing what it could be. That that's what I'm saying. Like I, I think if they were to do that and have them carry it all the way to Crown Jewel, maybe have them be like a part of NXT, part of SmackDown until then, and finally after Crown Jewel, it's like, hey, you earned your spot. Then if he if he vacates title, I think that would make more sense. I don't agree with you because I think Halloween Havoc before Crown Jewel, so I think what you're saying does make sense. Guys, switching on over to AEW, guys. Some big things happen over there. AEW Grand Slam, as we're actually having Rampage on the background there, as I see. Uh, but AEW Dynamite, Soraya, turning all over the place. Paige, as most people know her. AEW on TV, at AEW on TV. Soraya is here. Hashtag AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. Big fucking moment. Awesome to see. How big of a boost is this for the AEW Women's Division, guys? One of our biggest complaints about AEW's women division is that it sucks. However, over the last two years, it's slowly increasing and getting better and better and better. Now that you have Paige there, it definitely gives more of a mainstream eye on that division. However, as Marcus said the last two weeks, put it on a fucking shirt. Too soon to tell because we don't know if she's fucking cleared to wrestle yet. Oh my god. Can if we- she's cleared to wrestle, this is exponentially amazing it's just a face and gonna be like a manager or like a mouthpiece we don't know how that's gonna play out yet marcus you're the aw guy here what are your thoughts when you, this happened just i think you're right i, I guess <laughs> i think you're right uh we don't know what role she's playing yet 
Uh, you know, there are people saying she's not medically cleared. Saraya just tweeted before, don't believe what dirt sheets say. You'll yeah. see me Wednesday. Of course, yeah. So that's interesting. I will say this. So whether she's a mouthpiece right now or not, or whether she's competing or not, the fact that she's on the roster, she's, the fact that she's in that division, the fact that she's in AEW is big for Huge. many reasons. Big yeah. for the fact that like, you look at her following on Twitch, on Twitter, and any form of social media, she's got a huge following. Yeah. And people are going to watch her. She's phenomenally talented on the mic. She's got the charisma. Dude, she didn't say a word, really. She just said, without a microphone, this is my house, and people pop. The loudest pop I think I've heard in a while. And then thirdly, the mind. That girl, the woman, started off as a girl in, in, in NXT, had an already incredible mind for the business. She just... Boom! knew what to knew what to do in that ring. knew what to do as a personality, and a lot of people would say she started the women's revolution in wrestling. To have that person in your locker room in that division is monumental. Whether she's wrestling or not, she's going to help that division tenfold to be even better than what they are right now. Could this might be an overstatement, but I don't necessarily think so. Could make this women's division the best in wrestling today. We don't know if she's wrestling or not. We've talked about it many a times in the past. Uh, I think it was you, Marcus. I'm not sure if it was the Putty Awards last year or early, earlier this year. Uh, Daniel Bryant was the biggest acquisition of AEW over CM Punk, in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. Not only television wise, rating wise, so much better, but locker room wise, locker room wise. So yes, that's a fucking leader. That's um, actually proven more so today. Daniel Bryant, love you, good job, buddy. But DB, go to the back of the line. <gasps> Paige's signing to AEW, whatever role she's taking on, is the biggest acquisition of AEW to date. It puts that division, who is lackluster, who is missing that je ne sais quoi, on the map. I'll give you the je ne sais quoi. Wrestling or not, all eyes are now on AEW. See what Paige does next. We see the Chiron today on Rampage. What did I say? Paige. You said Paige. I was going to say Paige. I I said John Moxley. Uh, Dean Ambrose for like two months afterwards. So give me... Some credit. I still say Chase, I still say Shea Stadium. <laughs> so we saw the Chiron that she's going to appear on Dynamite this Wednesday. Pages signing to AEW puts them on the map. That's the thing they needed, especially with the whole drama with CM Punk going away. Mm. Props to them. Huge signing. Huge loss for WWE. I, I were, can't believe they let her go. I know they were trying to I sign. can't believe that. I heard this week Triple H was trying to re-sign her. But money talks, and I doubt WWE's team is going to let her wrestle anytime soon. Maybe AEW's will. We'll all tune in Wednesday night to see what her future holds. Abel, your thoughts about Soraya? Um, Soraya debuting kind of just reminded me how horrible AEW is at creating someone's music. You know, her boyfriend. Her boyfriend created that music. So then, then he yeah. sucks. I'm sorry. Um, okay, I can't argue that. Uh, I'm just gonna say. Any every debut, with the exception, I would say, of Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, because he already had um, his music. Uh, Brian Danielson, by the way, and Brian Danielson, who had a Chris Jericho, a uh, recreation of his original theme uh, in WWE. Like everybody else's music, who debuted sucks, man. And it reminds me how much that part of the production is so important. Um, I don't know if it's the sound. It's just not loud enough. It doesn't really come to me on TV. But it, it just, uh, Soraya coming to AEW. Michael J. Putty, I got to tell you, I'm excited. I am really excited. 
um, just like everybody else. But I want to know what she's going to do. I I hear from the dirt sheets that uh, she is clear to wrestle. I think she's clear to wrestle. She's ready to go. All right. So uh, still staying on AEW Grand Slam because it was such a big event. We have multiple new champions here in this promotion. I'll just read out some tweets here. Wrestling at wrestling. Holy shit. He did it. Jericho got the Ocho. Hashtag and new. He won the ROH championship. If you guys did not see that. Uh, going on here to Candice Cordella at Candice Cordella. What a moment. The claims have certainly arrived. And they are the new AEW World Tag Team Champions. Big win for them. And then, of course, the main event, Christine at Shining Polaris. Moxley is like, F that vacation, buddy. I'm looking at you. Honey, I'm going for some OT and bring hashtag AEW back to its wholesome roots. Guys, I have to ask, with these new champions on board here, which new champion needed this win the most? Uh, Could we just, um, just give a shout out to Michael J. Putty, who mentioned last week that John Moxley did not need to go on vacation. What? No. That that was thank you, brother. Thank you, appreciate it. What, wait, However, what? let you me know? clarify what I said last week. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. You were here. No, no. Let me. Let me. I, need... I wasn't here, but I listened to the show. So, I, I think you were the one who said like it's so yes. important for a wrestler like John Moxley to to come, and he doesn't need to care about. You know, the babies being on vacation, he could come and be champion because it's more important. So, what, what I was said. saying was, I Quote, was, really I, wrong. was I quoting? I what think I, I may have been quoting. Mis- misquoting. Listen, <laughs> stop trying to take, steal his thunder. You do what I heard was John Moxley was going on vacation. Shit with CM Punk blew up, right? So now CM Punk, now, now uh, Dean Ambrose is in the finals. So, what I mentioned on Angry Man, what, what you heard was the fact that Dean Ambrose, um, John Moxley's John now. Moxley. Going on vacation. Yeah. To my co-host, who is now listening, not looking at me. What fucking nuclear blew up? <laughs> yes, he did. I have yes, never seen Marcus Swan the third, the third go off like he did. MC3. To, I had an original point, which I wanted to go off of. My man here, MC3's reaction, let me go, huh, let me table my point and push his fucking buttons, which was fucking radio gold. Marcus Schwann, you did a fucking great job last week. Thank you. <laughs> now, if I can go back to my point, what I thought was last week, AW spoiled the ending to this match mm. by having MJF go off in this promo only on John Moxley. I'm like, why would he go off on John Moxley when John Moxley's not the champion yet? Mm. Things so like, that make it go. Mm. Does that mean John Moxley's going to win this match? And he did. And going back to what Mark Schwann said about vacations and putting the business first, I totally agree with. And fuck his vacation. Now he's a fucking first ever three-time AEW world champion. Props to him. Now, isn't like Adam Page number contender now? What is going on with MJF and John Moxley? Does that mean John Moxley is going to beat Adam Page? I don't understand. My crux of the whole thing, I guess, what I'm trying to say is why would MJF going in this heel promo about championship against John Moxley when John Moxley's not the champion yet. Mm. Does that make any sense? Obviously, this setting up for something big. You know what's going to be huge? for a lot of questions. When MJF becomes champion. And yeah, I mean, MJF, if he beats John Moxley, becomes a champion. When he beats John Moxley. Is that passing the torch? That puts MJF stock even higher than what it is now, for sure. He's going to be champion. 
I, that's why I say that, you know what? John Mox is historic as his championship win is for him. Kudos to him. Great yeah. for him. It, it does seem like it, it, it's a, he's just a title holder right now. It's all set up to, for MJF to win it. That's why I think actually the biggest win of the night, who needed that win the most, was the acclaimed. Because they, they acclaimed, that was they were coming in. They've been coming in as a hot tag team. They've been slowly getting fans over and over and over onto their side from like the promos to cut in the ring to the entrance to then like, you know, seeing them actually perform in the ring, their gimmick and everything. Like, you know, he, they're so over. And then to see them finally win the tag team championships at Arthur Ashe Stadium is such a huge event for AEW. I think that was the icing the cake. They claimed as making a point to be one of the top teams in wrestling today. Right place, right time. It was uh, perfectly placed for the acclaim to win that championship at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Their boys from Creative Pro Wrestling worked on the Northeast side. And congratulations to him. The match sucked. The match was horrible. It was full of flippy, dippy thingies, spot-to-spot moves. They tried at moments to pick up the story. And they dropped the ball every single time. They were so focused on the acclaim, getting the pop at the end of the night as champions, that the match blowed. It was a fart in the wind. I hated it. Wow. Talk about like you're saying someone up and then go, but (laughs) Abel just dropped a huge (laughs) butt on that one. This was definitely (laughs) the writing on the wall. The acclaim were the number one ranked team for a long time. Remember, I was watching AW pre summer pre-summer asshole spring um and i saw the, the number one ranked i'm like really they were number one ranked that's surprising and they haven't won championships you know the three and a half years aw's been around well deserved extremely slow burn here but props to them congratulations they deserve it they earned it and uh scissor my ass daddy isn't that how it goes Ooh, <laughs> scissor, scissor me scissor, daddy oh scissor me daddy okay yeah I mean, the crowd, I mean, this is fantastic. I just feel sorry for Sword of My Glory short reign, but they'll be fine. They claim if they lost here, they would have ruined them. I love that and FDR that, that, was uh, was trying to put themselves in the picture. I believe, was it at Dynamite, right? Yeah. That they were putting themselves like, they have the gold, and now congratulations to the Acclaim. If the Acclaim and FTR have a banger of a match, and the Acclaim... Win that, I think that will raise the stock for me with the acclaim. Uh, again, the match at, at Arthur Ashe. Sorry, Bowens. Love you, dude. It sucked. Okay, it sucked, but congratulations to him. First ever gay champion in AEW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He talked about going into that. And the fact of the matter is that he's the first ever to do that. And who better than him? Yeah. Scissor no, my absolutely. ass, daddy. Scissor, Scissor my ass, daddy. daddy. Moving on. Going to Putty. You talked about last week. We're talking about uh, now. You're talking about how impact it's never trending. Here we go, my man. Bobby Fish has been making quite a bit of waves recently. Jordan Patu at hashtag Jordan Patu. Bobby Fish Fatu. trying to orchestrate. It's Patu on here. Uh, Bobby Fish trying the to orchestrate. Undispe- Can you let him talk, please? Thank you. <laughs> Can I read the tweet? Scissor me, daddy. Bobby Fish trying to orchestrate an undisputed era exodus. From AEW, then ending up in Impact is fucking hilarious. A lot of jokes going on here because apparently Bobby Fish tried to talk to Adam Cole and and um, Tyler Riley to 
leaving AEW for WWE now that Triple H is in charge. Clearly not happening. Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly decided to stay in AEW. Bobby Fish not going to WWE, going to Impact. Is this the right move for him? Does this make him look bad? Does he have egg in his face? What do you guys think? Not at all. Fuck that. Impact, they've rebuilt themselves very well. Bragged about them numerous times. I think that's a good fit for him. If he went back to WWE, he would just flounder and maybe NXT. He'd be an enhancement talent on the main roster. Let him build some sort of resume here in Impact. What same thing Heath Slater's doing. Same thing everybody in Impact's doing right now. Congratulations to him. Great fit. When I saw him go to M- so AW, when I saw the other guy, Kyle O'Reilly, go to AW, I'm like, oh, so AW is just fucking bringing in Undisputed Era. That's what they do. That hurts both of them. Let Bobby Fish show what he can do on his own. Um, Victory Road was tonight. Congratulations to Mickey James for beating Giselle Shaw. So she's not retiring. Her career is still going forward. Many more years. Again, the only thing that's going to hurt Impact going forward is all their shit down on Friday. You know, like, I love Impact. They should be trending more often. They're amazing. They're my favorite independent company. And that's all... They are. Okay. Well, um, how do I turn his <laughs> microphone off? That was a huge insult. Okay. Wow. But listen. No, nope. no. Nope. Mark Swan, what else is next? The, the big leagues, they need. Turning the- his mic off. Well, you didn't ask my opinion about Bobby Fish. I, I think, honestly, Bobby Fish does have a little egg on his face in this case scenario. But how, though? Know, I don't understand how. If, 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 if the report is true that he's leaving. company. Impact is not an indie company, but Impact is the lesser three. I'm sorry, three it's the top promotions. indie company. Did not so, microphone off. The, the the fact that he's trying to get his boys to leave AEW for NXT, and the fact that W, I'm mean, not NXT, but WWE, the fact that WWE didn't take him goes to show, like, yeah, I mean, Bobby Fish by himself is not a draw. He's a damn good wrestler, damn good wrestler. Oh, and damn I good think, wrestler. Yeah, I never thought he was a draw. That's why I'm, he only came to AEW because. Adam Cole was there, baby. Right. But this right. is why I'm excited. And, like, you know, I'm excited to see what he can do on his own. Control can he be? He can. There's no more undisputed era attached to him. He is Bobby Fish without them on his back. No more Kyle O'Reilly. No more Adam Cole. He's standalone. Bobby Fish in Impact. Impact has a great track record of building talent. And Impact, yeah. I mean, they have great wrestlers over there. But can Bobby Fish? Can he be Josh Alexander? Can he be no. that guy? To, to, not, oh, yet. Josh Alexander. not yet. Josh Alexander, I'm talking about Josh Alexander is a fantastic wrestler. I think they're, they have a very, they're very similar in that sense. Like, you know, two guys not overly uh, personable. They, they, they're not necessarily big name draws, but they're so damn good in the ring that Absolutely. you can't help but watch the matches. Can he have that type of career and then some? Or is he just going to be another guy? That's why I think impacts perfectly for him. Sink or That's swim is all on you. Name. He is taking less money, Bobby though. Fish. I don't care about the fucking money. Take less yeah, money I mean, he, to make a name he for does. yourself. His family does. I, but he's still less money, fucking Marcus. You're talking about less money. is still fucking more than we're fucking making combined. Uh, well, uh, you know you're you're an actor. I don't know. <laughs> how about me and Green Man's making combined? <laughs> One more story, Marcus? One more. We got SmackDown right daddy. now. Uh, the biggest thing that was trending was Liv Morgan's big spot that she had in her match with Lacey Evans. I beast, I beastless. This was the best Liv Morgan has looked ever. And a lot of people agree. A lot of people making comments about what Liv Morgan has done, her performance here tonight at SmackDown. Uh, you know, she's definitely come a long way. 
So with that being said, going to Extreme Rules with a match against Ronda Rousey, can Liv Morgan go 3-0 and against, uh, against Ronda Rousey? She has to. If she loses this match, it wipes away everything she's done. This is make or break for her. She has to beat Ronda Rousey. At Extreme Rules, Ronda Rousey wins nothing. Liv Morgan has to go 3-0 against Ronda Rousey to put her name on the map because she's gone 2-0 already, and she's an afterthought. This match against Lizzie Evans was, quote-unquote, Extreme Rules... And I've not seen Liv Morgan do that in the past. Go for a senton off the fucking top rope to the outside on the table. It wasn't even a top of the rope. It was the top of the, the actual turnbuckle post. Yeah, which is uh, guess, which is a little I bit more elevated. I think it's whatever. But I think she needs to beat Ronda Rousey here. I don't know how she's going to win. No, I don't see her no, winning cleanly no, here. No, Come on. What has Liv Morgan done for having the title on her? What has she done? Nothing. Has she put this over? is why she needs to win tonight. Uh, she exactly. She hasn't done anything. Ronda Rousey, and I don't understand why people hate on this woman. She is the reason that the women's evolution revolution got on the map. Ronda Rousey is money. Ronda Rousey is the Brock Lesnar of the women's division. Put the title on Ronda Rousey. I I love Liv Morgan. She's done so great. She's doing even better. I think she would do much better by losing the title and then chasing it again. Let Ronda be champion. Listen, you both make excellent points. Liv Morgan needs to win at Extreme Bulls for sure. That is sure. not my but point, Mark. Can she win is a different story. Ronda Rousey is a beast. Ronda Rousey, as Gable said, is the Brock Lesnar of the world's division. She's a badass. She is the baddest woman on the planet. And the, the, the wins that Liv Morgan got over Ronda Rousey, yeah, Liv is right. She's the only person ever to say that she's beaten Ronda Rousey twice. Which is bullshit. Do it three times would be crazy. The two times that she did it, she barely did it. And now the fact that this is an extreme rules match, you have to give the edge to Ronda Rousey because, I, yes, we saw a bit of extremeness from Liv Morgan tonight and phenomenal job. I love the moxie that she's getting week after week after week. She's gaining more confidence. You're, you're, you're seeing her step into that role as being a champion. That's why I think she needs to win. Can she win? I don't know. I don't see how she does. Can she win? Yes, absolutely. Needs to win? Absolutely. There's got to be some sort of either hokey finish like there were in I don't think they could be all he finished because they did that in SummerSlam. No, she, she can't have a hokey finish. Yeah, she exactly. has to have a definitive clean. Win. She has clean, I think definitive win. If she loses here, it hurts her more than it benefits Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey does not need a title. She's the fucking Brock Lesnar of the women's division, like Greenman just said. Her being title holder here definitely elevates the division, does not elevate her. But what is going on? So let's elevate the division. For Ronda Rousey. So let's elevate the division. Mm-hmm. But what is 0-3 for Ronda Rousey going against Liv Morgan do for her? Nothing. It's Liv Morgan. Nothing? She's fucking Ronda Rousey. Now that goes going to uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins went 0-3 against Cody Rhodes. Did that hurt him? Absolutely not. It actually benefited him. Ronda Rousey will be A-O-fucking-K without the title. But Seth, without the Rollins title. Is not, Seth Rollins is not known as the baddest man in the world. Yeah, Ronda, Ronda Rousey is known as the baddest woman on the planet. She doesn't need a title, though. She does not need a title. She does not need a title. She's Liv Morgan. If she, lost her, if she was 0-3 against Charlotte Flair, I think people would be saying different things. Of course. Things. Liv Morgan, though, is someone that's, that's his girlfriend. He smells his panties yeah, at night. Yeah. It's Charlotte Flair, not one of the best in the world. And what she does. Is she not? Yes, sir. Becky Her Lynch. Vision. All yes, right, absolutely. fine. Let's yes. go with Becky Lynch. Yes. If, 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 
All right, all right, all right, fight. Scrap, <laughs> scrap Charlotte Flair. Say it was Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. If, she, if she went 0-3 against Becky Lynch, would not would it be different? Yes, it would be very different. Liv Morgan has been and still is considered an underdog. The fact Absolutely. that Ronda Rousey would go 0-3 against an underdog, I think does hurt Ronda Elevates Rousey. Elevates Liv Morgan to the <laughs> moon! <laughs> and it absolutely does. Absolutely does. That's why... But it, it, it does not, it does not hurt Ronda Rousey because she is the name. She's established. She's the face of that division on both fucking brands. Her going 0-3 against Liv Morgan does not hurt her at all. But in this see this business, dance. it does elevate Liv Morgan Ooh, to yeah. the moon. It would elevate her so much more. Gear for what? What's the word, Green Man? C for credibility. Yeah, but there's one thing that she is missing. Liv Morgan is a fucking joke as a champion. She has done absolutely fucking nothing as champion. Her beating Ronda Rousey cleanly, beating her oh and fucking three, shoots Liv Morgan, gives her credibility, does not make her an afterthought. Puts her on the name of champions. Ronda Rousey does not need to win here. Ronda Rousey does not need the fucking win here. A win for her means absolutely. Ashley, my thought, fucking crucify me, hurts that division. What? Wow. Wow. Hurts that division. How? Because Liv Morgan is just a fucking placeholder until Charlotte Flair shows up. Let her establish herself. Actually, let her you beat. Know what, let her beat fucking credible competitors. Liv Morgan has to beat her. If she does not beat her, she beat her twice. Questionable means. If she loses to Ronda Rousey, that demotes her to lower than fucking um. What's her name? Impact. No. <laughs> Mandy Rose's friend. That lowers her. That that elevates her lower to um. Daria. What's her name? <laughs> Sonia Deville. Sonia Thank, you. Deville. <laughs> Thank you. She'll never be champion again. She'll never be in the main event again. This is the biggest match of her career. She needs to, has to beat Ronda Rousey here. Putty, I, I will say this. I think you won me over a little bit on this. And I, oh! I always agree. Oh. I, 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 hold on, hold on. Let, I, me, let me check the weather. Oh, yeah, it's 20 degrees in hell. The hell just froze, fucking froze over. <laughs> I, and I agree to the fact that Liv Morgan does need to win this for everything you said and then One, some. two, but, three. But, but? But when you talk about Charlotte Flair, <laughs> when you talk about Charlotte Flair, like, you know, a placeholder for Charlotte Flair, I, I want to see Liv Morgan beat Ronda Rousey for when Charlotte Flair comes back. I want to see the rivalry go because remember, Charlotte Flair and Liv Morgan had a bit of a rivalry yes, beforehand. which I mean, she needs to be champion when Charlotte Flair comes back and she needs to beat Charlotte Flair in the first match to, again, just give her some sort of, that's beautiful long form storytelling. That's beautiful. Liv Morgan is not the baddest woman on the planet. By Liv Morgan beating Ronda she's Rousey, she's trying to claim that she would be. No, I said that. She is not. No, Whoever beats Brock Lesnar becomes Brock Lesnar big boss status. Liv Morgan is nowhere close to being a big boss. Would it help Liv Morgan if she was a heel champion? Because I feel like she she'd be yes, winning. Absolutely, yes. I, I, I feel it, like she'd be like everybody. Because Ric Flair was never the baddest man on the planet, but he was a 16-time world champion because it was believable the fact that he would lose and yet he would squeak out a win. And I feel like that's kind of what Liv Morgan's been doing. After SummerSlam, she was getting booed. Right. So I think her being a heel, maybe she fucking beats Ronda Rousey in some sort of heel fashion. 
because Ronda Rousey's not a face, she's not a heel, she's a tweener. Maybe she turns heel here and beats Ronda Rousey in some sort of uh, questionable means. Boom. Even better. Boom. Can we move on now? Because we're, we're 50 minutes. I got fucking shit to watch them on Sunday. Got to see Red Mike in person. This is a great show. Anyway, on that note, uh, let's wrap things up. So, Marcus, uh, go home thoughts to you, my friend. It was a great show, Abel. You're a worthy contender, but obviously I whipped your ass. So, uh, you know, thank you for stopping by. I'm sure I'll see you next season because I'm sure this is probably going to be the yeah. last time you come on the show. Uh, so, thank you well for your time. Uh, best of luck in your future endeavors. You hear that, How Mark? Much money you hear that, Mark? You're putting now. Oh, I'm saying that's nothing. the trumpets. I'm sending you guys the fucking bill. That's the type of respect I get around here when I come around. I get a band, the trumpets, all that's coming a band. for the green man, baby. I made you relevant, and don't you forget it. Okay, let me tell you, the show ain't nothing without the green man. You guys speak. Well, that's an insult to me. Eel, that's an insult to me. Eel of my name. That's an insult to me. All of you co-hosts can lace up my boots, okay? Didn't With the exception can, give you a of Michael J. Putty. Michael J. Putty is the Thank most you. gracious host. Thank you, sir, for having me here oh, tonight. Yeah. Nice I love you so much. This show would not be anything without you. You are the rock, the heart and soul of A Shot of Wrestling. Episode 311. In the books, baby. I will be back. And when I come back. For 411. I bring the fury, baby. And Lacey, we never saw him again. I went on a dinner with somebody this past Wednesday. That's when I passed AEW's Arthur R. Stadium. And this person told me I have wrestler eyebrows. What? I've never heard that what before that in my mean? life. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I've never heard. She goes. Is that uh, insult? I That's a compliment. I, she goes, I don't know. Yes. Like. Well, you know how Rock does that thing? Like, you're doing that thing. I'm like, okay, thanks. And I... Uh... I've always heard of lesbian eyebrows, but not uh, wrestler eyebrows. But whatever. Anyway. Marcus just said it while you were speaking over him as per usual. We had the summer of vacant. Vacant's calling you out week in and week out, and you just have not replied to him. Now that you have a microphone in your front of your face, do you ever reply to vacant on your challenge for wrestling trivia? If anybody puts my name in their mouth they need to put some respect on it obviously who who is this vacant vacant yeah vacant this no person nobody wants to use the shoulders of the green man to stand on and make a name for himself if he thinks he could do it i'm here baby where is he, he where he is he? he beat <laughs> thank you marcus where he beat him already that's what I kept saying over the summer. Like, I don't. You beat him. Why are you challenging him? You want to know why? Because I make people relevant. That's why. Okay. 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 I made you. I am professional wrestling. That's me right here, <laughs> yeah. baby. Wow. That's a Mark Schwann quote. Oh, drunken Mark Schwann quote. <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote, though. Make that into a shirt. <laughs> Green Man, who is the most unsocial person I'm on social media? Where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me out in Long Island. 
Um, not on social media. But you have social media, but you don't use. <laughs> that I don't use. So no. if anybody wants to hack his green, uh, his social media is it's for the taking. No, just 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 uh, slip into my DMs. I do answer my DMs. Where are you DMing you? Uh, you know, if you know, you know. So, with that being said, that was into marketing. You're so bad at marketing yourself. <laughs> like it's it, it just so insane. I it just dude boggles my mind. Dude, people are on raw, following QR codes, listening to music that doesn't even play on the show. And you're telling me that this is not good marketing? Come on! If you know, you know. It'll, Find me. It would be great marketing if you're here next week, but you're not. Find me. Whoever finds me gets a shirt of a shot of wrestling mailed to them. Free of charge with a pin. Make sure you know that you're a schmedium because there's only small left. Mark Schwann, as your saying goes, my 16th favorite actor. Where can people find you on social media? Well, uh, you can find me on my website. You can find me at yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media links are on there, including Shot of Wrestling. Uh, you can find on there as well, along with the interviews that we do. Speaking of which, Follow us, Shot of Wrestling, at Shot of Wrestling, all forms of social media. Subscribe to our pages. Subscribe to our podcast. Rate us. For the love of God, let us know how we're doing. We want to hear from you. Any topics you want to hear from us, anything that you want to chime in on that you think we're completely wrong about, uh, or if you think we're right, hell, even give us some interview suggestions. We're completely open because we're a show from the fans to the fans, as Abel would say. Give us a follow. Well said, MC3. Well said. So for my former co-host, Green Man, for my current co-host, MC3, I have been your host, at Magda Putty. Until next week, Putty up. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>